Acadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Friday, June 15, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with some legal news. World Wrestling Entertainment's motion to dismiss Major League Wrestling's amended lawsuit accusing WWE of violating the Sherman Antitrust Act has been denied. On Thursday, Judge Edward J. DeVia of the United States District Court for California's Northern District issued a 14-page ruling denying WWE's request to dismiss the case, stating that MLW had provided enough circumstantial evidence to move the suit forward into the discovery phase. MLW's initial antitrust lawsuit against WWE filed in January of 2022 was dismissed this past February, but MLW had 21 days to amend their case, which they did, and refiled on March 6th. On May 29th, WWE filed to have the case dismissed, which Judge DeVia denied across the board during yesterday's ruling. Among the accusations in the amended lawsuit, MLW alleges that WWE partakes in predatory conduct against its competition and engages in abnormal business practices, such as exclusivity agreements with media partners like NBC Universal's Peacock streaming service. In March, Peacock reached a carriage agreement to carry the Reels channel, but due to an exclusivity agreement with WWE, MLW Underground was blacked out from airing on Peacock's feed of the channel. The suit also alleges that WWE executive Paul Levesque contacted Madison Square Garden in an effort to influence the building out of hosting the Ring of Honor and New Japan co-promoted G1 Supercard in 2019, temporarily succeeding until ROH's parent company at the time, Sinclair Broadcasting, threatened legal action. Among other charges, MLW also accuses WWE of blocking AEW from running the Heritage Bank Center in Cincinnati in 2019 and 2020, and that the company encouraged both Swerve Strickland and Harry Smith to opt out of their MLW deals in order to join WWE. Last night's episode of Ring of Honor was streamed on the Honor Club platform and featured matches taped June 4th at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. In the main event, the Mogul Embassy made the third defense of their ROH World Six-Man Tag Team title, knocking off Darius Martin, Action Andretti, and A.R. Fox. In the only other title match on the program, Samoa Joe utilized the Muscle Buster to defeat Matt Seidel and make the 12th defense of the ROH World Television Championship. ROH World Women's Champion Athena defeated Trisha Dora in a Proving Grounds match. Adora would have earned a future title match had she won or lasted 10 minutes. In other selected results, Daniel Garcia defeated the DKC in a Pure Rules bout. The Iron Savages beat Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams. Stu Grayson and the Righteous defeated Dalton Castle and the Boys. Mark Briscoe defeated Anthony Henry and Sky Blue Top Viva Van. With a look at last night's impact in MLW, here's the Wrestling News' Lou Kippelman. Impact on Axis TV was aired last night, featuring matches that were taped on June 10th at the Ohio Expo Center in Columbus, Ohio. In the main event, Impact World Champion Alex Shelley teamed with X Division Champion Chris Sabin, Nick Aldis, Trinity, and Diana Perazzo and defeated Kenny King, Trey Miguel, Sheldon Jean, Savannah Evans, and Giselle Shaw, after Shelley pinned Jean. After the match, Aldis laid out Shelley with the Impact title belt. Aldis with the Impact World title in hand, showing his respect for the world champion, Alex Shelley. Oh my God! Oh my God! 
Well, now Saban into the ring, chasing after all this. So much for the respect he mentioned earlier tonight. In a segment where it was revealed that the company's board of directors had asked him to take a leave of absence from his duties as Impact president, Scott Demore attacked Bully Ray before Steve Macklin hit the ring to help beat down Demore. PCO then emerged to make the save. After the heels were chased off, Demore revealed he had signed himself and PCO to a tag team match against Bully and Macklin at Slammiversary on July 15th. Hey, Bully, Macklin, I left out one little detail. Before I took my leave of absence, I had one last official duty. And with all respect to Santina Morella, it's been a long time since I made a match. So at Slammiversary, Steve Macklin, Bully Ray against PCO and me! In other results, Impact World Tag Team Champions Ace Austin and Chris Bay beat Black Taurus and Crazy Steve in a non-title match. Rich Swan pinned Moose. And on the Impact pre-show, Champagne Singh and Mahabali Shira defeated Jack Price and Laredo Kid. MLW Fusion also aired Thursday night on the company's YouTube channel, featuring matches taped on April 6th at the Melrose Ballroom in Manhattan. Two title matches saw two title changes take place. In the first, Akira won the MLW World Middleweight title, defeating Lince Dorado and Leo Rush in a triple threat match. And in the main event, Delmi Exo knocked off Taya Valkyrie to become the company's second-ever women's world featherweight champion. In the only other bout on the program, Sam Adonis defeated Willie Mack. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. Turning to Japan, All Japan Pro Wrestling ran Tokyo's Kurokin Hall on Thursday. In the main event, Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi defeated Keno and Manabu Soya to win the company's World Tag Team title. Keno and Soya, who worked for Pro Wrestling Noah, were making their third defense. The show's penultimate bout saw Itsuki Aoyagi hold on to the All Japan World Junior Heavyweight Championship, making his first defense against Kaito Ishida. Also on the show, Shuji Ishikawa celebrated his 20th year in the wrestling business by teaming with Kohei Sato and Ren Ayabe in a winning effort over Jun and Rei Saito and their partner Kono. Ishikawa scored the pin on Kono following his giant slam. And in ratings news, last Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite drew 832,000 viewers on average to TBS Network down nearly 8% from last week's 909,000, according to Showbuzz Daily. The rating in the key 18- to 49-year-old demographic was .30, representing 391,000 viewers, down 39,000 from last week's episode, which scored its highest demo rating since March. Dynamite came in at third place for the evening on cable TV in the key demo, including broadcast stations. The show finished fifth. Post Wrestling reports that in Canada, Dynamite drew its lowest audience since May. The program aired simultaneously on both TSN and TSN2, combining for 68,000 English-language viewers and 37,600 of them in the 25- to 54-year-old demographic. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and 7 days a week across social media. On Twitter, 
Follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.